Hello, everyone. You're listening to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast with Master Trading Performance Coach John Locke, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. This is episode number 31, and today I'd like to discuss what I call results-based confidence. Now, in episode 28, we discussed the difference between self-confidence, or confidence derived from within, and external confidence, or confidence derived from external evidence. Realize that as human beings, when we're toddlers, we have an extremely high degree of self-confidence or belief in ourselves. By that I mean we're willing to try nearly anything new and fail at it repeatedly over and over and over again in order to reach our outcome. We're not concerned about failure, and we're not concerned about other people criticizing us. We just go for it. Naturally, during this process, we experience both physical and emotional pain. And when we eventually build up enough pain, we reach what we call our personal threshold of what we believe is possible for us. And we set a psychological limit for our abilities and a limit for what's possible or what we believe is possible in our environment. You could say that our self-confidence has been brought more in line with reality. And in one respect, this is a really good thing. Because if we go out into the world thinking that we're invincible, that would be very uh, painful or, or not very good for our uh, lifespan. However, in another context, it's also a very bad thing because it sets in this cycle of a continuing erosion of our self-confidence year after year as we travel through life. And as our self-confidence disappears, we become more and more sensitive to pain and criticism meaning that we're less and less sure about ourselves and we become less and less willing to take risks. Because at some level, we don't believe that we can handle the consequences of those risks. In other words, our self-confidence becomes severely damaged. Now, as our self-confidence erodes, we will naturally feel insecurity and will begin to fear failure. This being the case, what happens is we begin to look for confidence in other ways. We look for external confidence in the form of evidence. When this goes to the extreme, we have a situation where a person is afraid to do virtually anything unless this person's done it before or this person can create in his mind an overwhelming amount of external evidence that he cannot possibly fail. Enter the trader. By the time many of us enter trading, our self-confidence is completely shot. Now, we would never admit such a thing to ourselves. After all, look at all this past external evidence of how smart I am and how successful I am. Without ever realizing that the mere fact that if your first instinct is to look for external evidence of success in order to prove that you're confident, then you are exhibiting a clear indication of somebody who has poor self-confidence. Because a strongly self-confident person wouldn't think that way. Instead, they'd think something like, you know, I may have done well in the past, but I know if something bad were to happen to, me to, to, were to, happen to me today and I lost everything, I'll be perfectly okay. I mean, it'll suck, but it'll be okay because I have the confidence that I can handle it and I can rebuild it if necessary. Notice the difference in those thoughts and consider how a person might feel and act differently as we bring this concept into our trading. What I'd like to do now is switch topics a bit. 
I'm currently reading a book called Fooled by Randomness. And in the book, the author does a lot with the uh, Monte Carlo, Carlo simulators with the intent of showing how our present situation is very much the random result of random events where we could have been, uh, that could have turned out very differently depending on luck along our path of life. In other words, we could have had a very different outcome. And he uses the simulator to analyze processes and check for uh, outcome variability from those processes. So in the book, he took a strategy or trading strategy that when put through the Monte Carlo simulator, ended up with a 15% per annum return with what we call plus or minus 10% variability and a 93% success rate. Now you may not be overly excited by a 15% per year return, but most traders I work with would be very excited with a strategy that has a 93% win rate over long periods of time. So let's go back to the trader now. Let's say we have a trader with low self-confidence and he's afraid to fail. Because of this, the trader is going to need proof that a strategy works before, it, before he can trade it. He has to have this overwhelming amount of proof. So he sees this wonderful strategy that wins 93% of the time. And let's pretend that this is true. Right? This is the real deal. And he buys the strategy and even backtests it to prove to himself that it works. Let's say he does all his checks and everything confirms that the strategy is the real thing. All he has to do is trade the strategy, let the odds play out over time, and everything is going to be wonderful. Now the question becomes, is this trader with low self-confidence likely to become successful or a successful trader with this nearly perfect strategy? Well, let's take a look at some facts. The trader has low self-confidence. Therefore, he doesn't believe he can handle a failure. As a result, he's relying on short-term external results, which he does not have, for confidence. Therefore, he must overly rely on backtest re results or someone else's results in order to muster up enough courage to actually try the strategy with any size. Now, in reality, someone else's results nor backtesting are absolutely no indication how, on how well a person is going to do as a trader. But regardless, the trader comes in, he sees these things, and he's hopeful. So he chooses to believe that he's going to do well trading this strategy. So let's say the trader starts trading this uh, strategy that he has no personal experience with, uh, in real life trading, because he needs to rely on results for confidence, he needs the results from his actual live trading to be consistently positive in order to continue to trade the trade. But not only that, not only must the results actually need to be consistently profitable, but he also has to feel as if the results are consistently profitable. Those are two very different things. What do I mean by that? Well, studies have shown that when we look at the excitement of a reward and we compare that to a pain of a loss, we find that the loss is approximately 2.5 times more painful than a win is rewarding. And I would also like to add that if the trader is also hypersensitive to a loss due to a low self-confidence type of thing, then the pain of a loss becomes even worse. Meaning that from an emotional standpoint, even a single loss could be devastating when it relates to the trader's ability to continue to trade this particular trading strategy with any size. Now, let's, let's 
add in another layer and go deeper. Realize that even a strategy with a verified 93% probability of winning over a long period of time, even that strategy has luck-based randomness within the short-term results of that strategy. In fact, in the book Fooled by Randomness, he did this with the Monte Carlo simulator to simulate other random things happening as this trading strategy develops this 93% probability of winning. And he found that a strategy with a 90% probability over the period of a year, right, a 90% probability of winning over a period of a year, the probability of that strategy being up money in any given quarter is not 93%, it's only 77%. If we shorten the time frame to a single month, the probability of that 93% win rate strategy being up money in a given month shrinks to 67%. For any given day, the probability of that strategy being up money is only 54%. And for any given hour, the probability of being up money drops to slightly over 50%. Now, for a self-confident trader who's not afraid to fail, this is no problem at all. He can trade confidently through profit and loss swings and bring in the cash over time. But for the trader that needs results-based confidence, the trader who monitors his profit and loss of his position constantly, minute by minute, second by second, and sees this profit and loss fluctuation, since he's depending on short-term results to be confident in what he's doing, to have confidence in the strategy, and he's hyper-focused on that, his pain of a loss is going to be much greater than two or three times. His pain of that little uh, short-term loss is going to be five times more emotionally painful than being up money at any given time. And this creates a nearly insurmountable obstacle for the trader. Because as the trader trades this perfect strategy, because he's so desperate for positive feedback, and the probability of him winning this second, this hour, this day, is virtually a flip of the coin, if he happens to have losses early in the process, it's over. This 93% strategy, he'll never trade it long enough to realize the wins because the external confidence in his strategy is now gone. Therefore, it's off to the next strategy to do the same thing all over again, month after month, year after year, decade after decade, never making it anywhere as far as being successful as a trader. Now, what if this strategy happens to win? Well, if the strategy happens to win consistently for a period of time, this is actually worse. This is because of the process the results-based trader uses to gain confidence and increase his position size. What happens is the trader dabbles in the strategy with a small amount of money. And as the strategy wins, he takes this as evidence that the strategy is a wonderful strategy. And his external confidence grows in that strategy. Even though the actual results in the short term were nothing more than a flip of a coin, if they happen to be good, it happens to be lucky. But as his confidence in the strategy grows, so does this trader's position size. And the more he wins, 
the bigger his position size and the less and less likely the trader is to even consider that the strategy might lose because he's gained so much confidence in it. However, the strategy is going to lose. It's going to realize its 93% rate. And when that loss or series of losses finally come, as they eventually will, the trader is shocked. And because of his trading sizing strategy, he's lost more dollars in a year's worth of profits, and the results crutch that he was leaning on for confidence is now shattered. This being the case, instead of realizing he actually had, had a better than normal win rate over the period, and that this loss should be both expected and normal, instead of continuing to trade the strategy with size, he's scared. And he drops his size down and perhaps changes strategies, putting himself right back into that loop of hopping from trade to trade and scaling his position size up and down. So my answer to the question is, is the trader with low self-confidence likely to become successful even trading this perfect strategy, the answer is clearly no. The chances of success in trading with poor self-confidence self without being freely willing to have normal losses is extremely, extremely unlikely, even if, or especially if, the trader initially experiences success. This being the case, I urge you to work on your self-confidence and to trade in a way where a loss is simply a stepping stone to your long-term success. And that is what I have for you today. If you need any help in achieving the mindset of the successful trader, or if you'd simply like some fantastic information on how to improve your trading, I encourage you to visit us at LockingYourSuccess.com, that's L-O-C-K-E, InYourSuccess.com, and check out our pro membership so that you too can break through barriers and make quantum leaps in your trading. Please share and comment on our episodes. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Trading Performance Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to check out my Trading Performance membership, where we take all this material to the next level. We study it and we apply it to bring our trading performance to peak levels. Simply go to tradingperformancepodcast.com, that's one word, tradingperformancepodcast.com, to receive information on how you too can become involved in improve your trading. I look forward to seeing you there.